0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening. Good
2: evening. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart podcast, the show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, with us, we ask the answers to life's problems to re really our hearts back to the way He originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call us at 516- 516. Four five three nine one one eight. That's five one six four five three nine one one eight. Or you can listen online at w dot forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room which is available right about now. Uh oh. Hmm. Our chat room for the website, blogtalkradio.com, is down. But I am getting another chat area available. So as soon as I have it up, I would definitely give you information. For those who want to view us on video, catch us on social media. You can catch us on Facebook Live under com excuse me, Brother Prater, actually brotherprater.com, my website, that's one of the information I wanted to tell y'all, my new website is up and running now. You can go on brotherprater.com and you will see Reconnect My Heart live. Click on to that, you can catch me on there. Also, you can catch me on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Pesco, whichever one you would like to. Be on, by all means, you're welcome to catch me on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, or Periscope under brotherprater.com. I want to let you a huge hello, hello, hello to my church family, Church Believers Tabernacle Church, where our senior pastor is Pastor Logan. If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, feel free and come and worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive. Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank everyone who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. Today, this is uh, Black History Month, the 16th of February. Something planned. Um, I had a pioneer that actually was in the uh, civil rights movement. Well, unfortunately, uh, she couldn't be on the show. So um, I'll let you all know when she'll be back on.
1: Her name is
2: Evangelist Karine Brown, my aunt. Um, just keep on your prayers. She's doing well, but she has, um, has previously. Engagement. So we're going to go ahead and just, how they say, God always helps ram in the bush. So I thank God for that. But what we're going to do, we're going to talk about a particular subject that really needs to be discussed. <sighs> Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about sex. God's way. Just um, I wanted to just Really just shoot from the hip Just be real I'm going to move the camera Okay I just wanted to be real Transparent A lot of times We talk about Sex We talk about love And dating And a lot of times we get a distorted view we're to talk about love and and sex dating all these things and it's one thing if it's people that are out of the church but these are people within the church i'm going to i'm going to adjust probably once i'm going to adjust the camera just a little tad i'm going to adjust the camera just a little tad cuz i want to make sure that this is catching all of me. I, I had a little situation beforehand, so I think this is gonna catch me. righty. now good. Now you see me. Okay, now before I go on further, those who want to catch me on the chat room, you can catch me. Our chat room for the website, Blog Talk Radio, is not working, but you can catch me on social media. I can catch you all on, like, Discord, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook Live. I can catch you all on there. And if you have any questions or comments, I can just... um, Leave your comments. I can I can read them on here. <laughs> but especially right now, we have to really talk about love. My heart has been hurt past couple of months. For those that for those that uh, know me I'm I'm always watching I'm watching the news and always involved in a lot of things. And as of late I've seen so many women they have lost their lives. They lost their lives because of domestic violence. They lost their lives because of some knucklehead, don't want to leave them up, just call it like it is. Now, first and foremost, everybody know. Christian podcasts and everything, but also what we have to do we have to be real and transparent there is a there's illness that's going on in our nation in our community, and a bad part about it, these are people who don't know how to take rejection. I've seen so many on the news, not just locally. I was looking on Facebook earlier, and there are so many women that are losing their lives because of domestic violence now, ultimately, we're talking about love' we're talking about sex, but we have to also include domestic violence and toxic relationships whenever we don't go into the right relationship, there are many things that can happen. Domestic violence, um, like I said, toxic relationship, dysfunctional relationships. Even if it's not a physical, it could be a mental, emotional, or even a spiritual um, damage that can happen when we're in an unhealthy relationship. Let's be Day before yesterday, that was the fourteenth, we celebrated Valentine's Day. And of course, don't get me wrong, I know the commercials pertaining to excuse me, pertaining to Valentine's Day. Understand that. That's fine. Look, I'm not knocking that. I know we need to celebrate uh holidays, Valentine's twenty four seven, you know, every day. That's fine and then I understand that. I'm with you on that. But even when it comes down to Valentine's Day, Christmas, whatever, you want to call, whatever holiday, you know, those days, it's okay to do something extra or do something to give your significant other some attention. That's fine and dandy. That's great. I love that. But also on the same token, those that are not in a relationship, a lot of times they feel like well and gotten anybody and then it may pressure them or they allow them to be pressured into getting to into a relationship maybe coming up holidays if it's their birthday or if it's Christmas or even come up to Valentine's Day the next year so many people they rush into a relationship and the bad part about it going into a relationship and we give a person our heart and we don't Really know them. Think about it. Giving ourselves to people not only that we don't know, but also really us. Now, everybody wants love. Nothing wrong with love. I don't care how safe, how anointed you are. It's nothing wrong with being in a relationship. But the key thing where we have to remember is not just any type of relationship, but the right relationship—a relationship that honors God. So, a relationship that will be respectful to you, spiritually, emotionally, all these, and not just things that are pertaining to you, not just the things of, but the things that pertain to you as well as your family, your children. I see so many people, they get into a, a relationship selfishly. What do I mean? If you go into a relationship and you're not considering, especially you being a parent, you could be a father or mother, if you go into a relationship and you're not considering how this person may treat your children, then you go into a relationship selfishly. Why is that? You have to understand when you, as a single person, you're the only one that you pretty much are responsible for. Now, what you need to do also is consider, if you don't
3: have any children,
2: consider, okay, if you're tight with your family how did this person intermingle? How how would this person blend with my family? If I'm a tight-knitted family, okay, if this person that I'm choosing, if this person going to come in and bring us even closer together, we may be an easy fit. They might be just an easy fit to go into the relationship with you that we able to be honorable to God and also to your family. And vice versa, that's fine and dandy. On the other hand, if you're tight with your family, then all of a sudden this person comes in and there's a tries to divide or break up the relationship that you have with your family. They can be jealous. They can be someone that, you know, it's like they may even try to compete. You need to be aware of that. That's if you're single no children. But what about you being a parent? You have to consider that person that you may be examining, that person that may be a person in this. You have to consider this person that you are choosing or possibly choosing to date that will lead up to marriage. How did this person blend with my children. Listen, you might tolerate, you may like the person, like I said, you might be interested in the person. But your children, they're going to watch, they're going to observe. Because a lot of times there are some people, they want a relationship with you, but they may not have a relationship with you and your children. I'm telling you from personal experience. That's what, so as far as me being involved in it, but I've seen so many people, male or female, that have been jealous of the person's child or children. I've seen that. Now, I'm not talking about a child that's um, overbearing, someone that's irresponsible, no. I'm talking about, first of all, as a parent especially when you have younger children, is your responsibility to look at the best interest for your child. And get this, not allowing somebody else the responsibility for your child. What do I mean? I mean as far as you as a parent, you're looking at your child, and you're looking at their best interest. But then all of a sudden, you dating this person. You don't automatically do that person, Hey, the free reigns over your child. You don't do that. There are a lot of people, listen, there's a lot of people that they, they might be an okay boyfriend or girlfriend, but they, they may be a horrible parents. You need to examine, you need to examine people that you may be giving your heart to, but also realize if you give your heart to that person, you're also giving that person To your children quote unquote heart And if you have not done your due diligence I know that's a big word But if you have done your homework On these people that we are exposing Our friends, our children, our family, our hearts Then what happens You are allowing an intruder to come in Think about this Think about you having your own home, beautiful home, everything furnished, but you leave the key in the front door, and not just leave it there just one time, but you leave the, you leave the key in the doorknob continuously. You don't take it out. You you always open the door and leave the key in. And guess what? You take pictures and you tell it on social media. You tell everybody on social media. Think about it. How ridiculous would that be? They'll be very ridiculous. You're giving everybody access to come into your private home. Well, you wouldn't do that pertaining to your home. So why would you do that pertaining to your heart? Why would you do that Pertain to your children's heart, your family's heart? The reason why I have, I have put in family, because a lot of times there are family members that may look up to us. Let's get it personal. There are family members that may look up to you. And based upon your decision, they trust your decision, and they allow people to come into their lives and their heart because they see that you have endorsed them. That's something we have to think about. We are endorsing people and not even knowing it. See, when you allow people into your life, because of who you are, you do to get this. There are some people that ordinarily they won't deal with or talk to a particular person pertaining to be it, I'm going to use another word they wouldn't really trust a person but because of that person dealing with you they'll give that person the benefit of the doubt they'll put down guards even if that person have not earned their trust but because they trust you that also means that they trust your decision and especially pertaining to matters of the heart. Because you have trusted this person into your life, and these people love to you. They love you, they respect you. Like I said, they may be friends of family because they have so much trust in you, they will endorse that person that you give your heart to. And when you give that person your heart, then these people, giving them their trust. And so what happens when this person that you have loved or allowed your heart to be the prisoner of, this person, come to find out the person that you gave your, your heart, your love to, that person was no good. but. Even though you might have broken up with that person, you have also damaged the trust in the people that trust you. We have to remember the people that we love, the people that we love or give our hearts to, we also allowing those that love us, they have access not just to us, but also those that we love. Let me say that again. The person that you give your heart to not only has access to your heart, but also to the heart of those that love you and the hearts of those that you love. You understand that? The person that you gave your heart to, the person that you gave your love to, the person that you call your boo, your soulmate. That person has not only your heart, but they have access to the hearts of those that you love. So when it comes down to a relationship, we have to make better decisions. Let's be real. We got to make better decisions pertaining to the heart. I see somebody left a comment. How you doing, Bishop Chaney? Brother Marty, how you doing today, sir? We have to do better, we have to do better pertaining to who we choose to date, who we choose to give our hearts to. Like I said, especially as believers. Now, I said this a couple of weeks ago, God is concerned about your courtship or your dating life. He is concerned. If, look, get this. He wants you to choose why? Some people feel, oh, man, God don't want me to have no social life. Yeah, he does. But see, everything pertaining to this life, think about it, everything pertaining to this life, he has already planned out everything for us, including how to date. Do you actually think God wants you to walk around here with a broken heart? Do you actually think God don't care? Listen, God wants you to be in the right right relationship, and the right relationship will not cause any drama or will not cause any heartbreak or misunderstanding, the one that God has for you. But unfortunately, a lot of times we listen to what God says. We listen to what we want. A lot of times we really don't know what we want. A lot of times we make decisions pertaining to matters of the heart based upon our selfish needs. Let's be real. Look, let's talk. A lot of times, what do we do? Don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong looking at the physical, but that is not the totality of individual. You have to understand, even though that person may be physically attractive, but are they spiritually attracting? What are they spiritually attracting? they may be spiritually uh, listen, spiritually attracting
1: foolishness
2: lies manipulation listen setups, plots schemes what are they attracting because if there's something that's attractive it could be also something that's distracting now I know that I saying, everything that glitters ain't gold. Listen, not everybody is fake. Not everybody is a manipulative person. Not everybody. But we have to understand for us to be able to choose and avoid those people that God did not have ordained for us. See, God has our life planned out already. Always say like this God had The ending Before the very beginning God already knew God already knew That you were going to be single God already knew you were going to be married God already knew And a lot of times God tried to tell us To forewarn us about things But he is not going to go Against our will He is not going to Listen, I don't care how you well, I'm going to do it anyway. God's not going to come down and knock you over the head for you not to do something that he did not want you to do. He's not going to do that. But you know what's going to happen? Listen, that's why he gave us free will. He's going to say, okay, well, this, listen, if that's what they want, they'll get it. And then when we realize that's not what we really wanted, then we're the one that got to deal with the consequences. Oh, my Goodness, oh, I shouldn't have. Oughta. And God may be saying, Hey, I tried to told you. That's something we have to understand. God gives us red flags pertaining to the decisions that we are about to make. But unfortunately, many times we override those red flags for that white flag of hope, the green light of love. You cannot get a green light at a red stop sign. You can't do that. That stop sign is there for a reason. It's for you to stop. But unfortunately, a lot of times with that red stop sign that God has given us, there is a red flag that lets know we need to go detour, get away, stay away. But, and we seen Jesus takes the wheel. Yeah, but even if we give him the wheel, we're we'll pressing on the accelerator. <laughs> we have to slow down and make better decisions because, to be honest with you, the worst thing that you can do is be in a relationship that's toxic, be in a relationship where you're miserable. And look, it's not y'all relationship, it's your relationship. It's your relationship where you're doing everything and the other person is doing nothing for y'all but everything for themselves. One of the things I always say, true love does not hurt. True love is not something that's going to cause you to stay up all night wondering, stressed. And see, any time that we are stressed, any that we are worried, not only worrying is a sin, but what happens, that means that we're above our head on something. We have gone beyond our means. It's like trying to make a purchase with a debit card. You got $5 in it but you're trying to buy something that's $10. What's going to happen? Either your bank is going to decline the purchase or it will allow you to make the purchase, but you got to pay an overdraft fee. And what happened with that overdraft fee, a lot of us having overdraft fees mentally, spiritually, emotionally, that's why we're stressed. Stress is a result of a physical, mental, or spiritual, or even emotional overdraft feat. I want you to remember that. The result of worrying, stress, drama in a relationship is the result of a physical, spiritual, emotional overdraft in your relationship. So, when we look at the things that are going on in our life pertaining to love, is love really hard? I would say no I would say no. The reason why it won't be hard is because if you coming in with your a game, if you coming in prepared, if you coming in ready to do the right thing, and you are mature enough to handle a relationship, then that relationship will not be bad. It would be a good relationship on one side, but in a relationship, a relationship does not require one person. It requires two people, two like-minded individuals. Like-minded, I'm not saying they have to be exactly like, no, no, no. My thing is, when it comes down to relationship, you have to be compatible. Now, when it comes down to being compatible, you have to make sure you do things the right way. You have to make sure that you're doing things God's way. Now, matter of fact... People may just think, well, you know, being saved is hard, so I ain't going you know, to get involved. And also, some people may say, well, you know, the less you know, the better. God going God to gonna get you for what you know, so I just won't study, so that way I won't be accountable. Well, actually, you will be accountable, even if you, quote, unquote, don't know it, so to speak. You have the access to get the information, but you refuse to to go in to get the information. So what you have to understand when it pertains to the relationship that you are pursuing, you have to do things God's way. You have to do things God's way. If you don't want to do it God's way, but you're a believer, you're a Christian, then why are you a Christian if you don't want to do things God's way? I want you to think about that. This Christian life is like we, if you want to say pick and choose, let's see which commandment we want to obey. Let's just say if Jesus said, hey, I want you to obey the Ten Commandments, it's not five commandments, do the best you can, and two, God understands. Whatever God' word says, just do it. Because actually, not only is you praising God, but also that's benefiting you. Listen, that's for your benefit. I <laughs> want you to think about it. That's for your benefit. The things that God wants us to do, the things that God have for us to do, even when God says, thou shalt not do this, thou shalt not do that. Listen, it's not that he's telling us to do that because he don't want to have any fun. Oh, we got to understand, he knows the consequences pertaining to those things that he's telling us not to do. There are consequences pertaining to the things that he does not want us to do, so we shouldn't do it. And some people, you know, they try to figure out, look, why in the world are you trying to figure it out? Just don't do it. So when it comes down to love, first of all, we know God is love. Okay. That's fine, and Dandy. But God wants us to be in a type of relationship where it would be pleasing and we can honor him even in our courtship. Is that possible? Yes, it is. Even in our courtship, because I want you to think about this. There are so many people that have given up on love. And just imagine, out of, the, out of all the crazy relationships, dysfunctional relationships that you've been in, all of a sudden, trust God, I'm not going to stress I'm going to take care of myself I'm going gonna, gonna to treat myself and all of a sudden as you're going on and you have your mind focused on God and doing everything that you need to do all of a sudden God put the right man in your path the man that's going to honor and respect you, the man that's going to listen, the man that don't have for you to open up your door but that will open the door for you will give you chivalry, give the attention that you deserve. And all of a sudden, when people knew your story, people knew your history pertaining to relationships and love, now all of a sudden they see, wow, you trusted God, and now look at who you have. Now your relationship is a testimony to so many others that have given up on love so many others that felt like hmm God forgot about them. So when it comes down to the relationships, it's nothing wrong with pursuing a relationship and being a Christian. Like I said, God wants us to be in a relationship that will be honorable, that will be um not just selfish, no, but selfless. You know, Ultimately, when it comes down to dating, when it comes down to love, love is actually a beautiful thing. And we're not just talking about being in a relationship just to have somebody. That means nothing. Because you can be attached to the wrong person. And even though you have somebody, but you're not at peace, the, the relationship that God has for you it leaves you God's peace. But along with God's peace and according, like I said, being able to do things God's way, I always tell people the best relationship that you can have is the kind of relationship with God is in the center. So when it pertains to you pursuing a relationship The one that God has for you is not going to try to talk you out of your panties or even forget not going to talk you out of your drawers. Let's be real. The relationship that God has for you is going to be a relationship that honors him, but also is respectful to you. Listen, the right relationship not going to make you compromise your values. We have to understand we living in a time now where people, all they want to think about is themselves and their selfish needs. And most of the time, they think the only way to equate love or the only way to prove your love to someone is through sex. And that ain't the case. Actually, sex would distort your view, your mindset, along with getting emotionally attached to something that God did not ordain. Even if you are pursuing someone in relationship, hey, you may be saying, hey, well we're gonna get married anyway, you can still have the right person, but if you do things in the wrong timing, it can still be wrong. It can affect your relationship. When God is in the core or the core or the of a relationship he wants you to have the right person and do things the right way so that way it can be all blessed don't wait for you to have a blessed re- uh, a blessed marriage when God trying to bless your courtship there may be some things that God may be trying to be and it doesn't mean that God's trying to break you up no, but then there are other times that God may be trying to show you something to let you know he ain't the right person So that's something that you have to understand. Let's just say for those who may be in a relationship, God is trying to show you, hey, this is what you need to do to prepare yourself as a husband. This is what you need to do to prepare yourself as a future wife. God may be trying to show you things, but the devil will always make you get sidetracked or make you lose focus. So God may be trying to show you something, to tell you something. Prepare yourself to the marriage, but what the devil gonna try to do?
3: Hmm.
2: Well, you know, there's an old saying: you gotta try on some shoes before you buy. Just so see how she is in bed, because you know that is important to you. Okay. Now, what happens after you have sex with someone? That you marry, even though you say you're gonna marry that person, what happens? You're cheating that person, and also you're cheating yourself of a prize that was actually meant for marriage. understand You are a prize, and it's male or female. I don't know. A lot of times we talk to the women, yeah, women are a prize, women are a Jew. women are God's gift men. That's fine and dandy, and it's good. We tell the ladies to wait. But what we have to understand, we got to tell the guys to wait, too. Guys ain't no chump. Guys are valuable, too. Men, just in case those who are listening and watching, men, you are a prized possession from God. You gotta think about that you are so important as men that God he, have you at his hand for you to be able to protect the young lady. This doesn't mean that you need to beat up physically emotional or imp you know overpower no, you're not supposed to overpower a woman you're supposed to empower a woman, empower her, esteem her. Protect her, love her. Look, Jesus sacrificed his life for us. And if us as men, if we really love the lady, we will sacrifice our life. That doesn't mean, you no. Know, I'm just going to work the mess out of myself. No, 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 no. we talking about, listen, looking at what's in her best interest and helping her praying for her, cover her. Women already go up enough, even physically, once a month. Let's be real. Even beyond that, that's enough within itself. Women carry our child, our seed. Listen, women receive our seed, and what? They receive our seed, but they what? They put out our baby give women our seeds. Understand that. We give women a small seed, but in that incubator that God made women called a womb, inside that incubator, inside that oven, they're making our baby. So men, we got to start protecting. We got to start learning. We gotta start respecting women. Women carry so many responsibilities. Women are supposed to be designed to, what to be there for us and we supposed to we supposed to not only look at women as our reward, but also we need to understand they are our reward and gift. We gotta start respecting them. We gotta start honoring them. We gotta start loving them. We got to start esteeming them, talking, talking up to them. talking to, Don't talk down upon them. It irritates the mess out of me when I start seeing dudes talking to women in a disrespectful way. Now, I will say this, on a disclaimer, I'm talking about the women that don't give off their foolishness. They don't give off their foolishness, but they put up with this. Now there are some women. They get listen. They get fussed at, talked at, and all this stuff. But that's how they are. I know some women that are like that. But also, I know some guys like that. My thing is, hey, look here. If you're like that, y'all ought be together. <laughs> you know, two dysfunctional people, that will be a functional home. <laughs> Cause that's what they know. But when a dysfunctional person try to match up with a functional person, that's going to make a dysfunctional relationship, dysfunctional environment. No. So get with people that are like-minded. That's the way I say it. But along with that, as men, men, you are a prize. You are valuable. One things always say, men, we have to learn how to keep our pencil in our pocket. That means keep your man tool in your closet or in your pocket until you get married. See we men told as men, you know, you gotta sew your wild oats before you get married, you know. Um it's okay to have sex with women, you know, multiple women and all that stuff. They're just being a man. That ain't being no man. A real man not only respects the young lady, but a real man respects himself. A real man does. A real man ain't trying to talk a woman out of her panties. A real man is going to look at her and say, you know what? That's, that young lady you know, may be interested in her. That's somebody's sister. That's somebody's daughter. And, and even if listen even if she tried to throw it upon you,, like, you know what many lady anticipate men being dogs, men being fears. I found that out. women anticipate that because a lot of they have ran into so many, but also on the same token, they feel like well, all men they cheat all men are dogs not. All men don't do that. There are some still good men that believe in morals, ethics, character. There's still some good men. But what we have to do, we have to understand that even though this person may be behaving badly, it doesn't mean all men behave badly. It doesn't mean that all women behave badly. The thing is being able to wait, trust God, and examine person that you may be potentially pursuing so when it comes down to sex we always tell people wait wait like I said sex it it makes you emotionally confused because you need to be examining that person and understanding there are some people and you might be the nice essay you need you might be the nicest young lady. You might have hopes and dreams and ambitions. And then what happens? You end up used to someone prematurely. And what happened? They potentially ruin ruining or potentially throwing you off course of your life. A lot of times we just we talk about well, you know, uh, babies. Okay, that's one. That's one. But not just babies. What about STDs? Okay. Babies, STDs, but also what about the emotional distraction? Think about that. What about the emotional distraction? A lot of times we just, we don't look at the emotional stuff. We look at our emotional body, our emotional because our emotional body will also affect our spiritual body, our spiritual mind, our spiritual heart. We got to think about it. So when it comes down to sex, sex can wait. And if somebody try to press you, push you, that's a great thing. That means that person you need to leave alone immediately. Everything pertaining to what God helped us to do is always immediately. When he say move, he say move now. If you instruction. He he's going to tell you what to do. He's going to tell you where to go. He's going to tell you when to leave. And so when God says leave, you leave immediately because you don't know what's ahead. So when someone presses you about, well, come on, try listen, when they try to talk out of your clothes and talk you out of your clothing, spiritual thing they're trying to derail you they're trying to derail you from obeying God and also the purpose that God has for you especially especially as men there's nothing wrong for men to remain abstinent It's nothing wrong for men to admit you know what? I'm waiting for God I'm waiting on my wife and when I come, then I'm gonna give this to her. I'm gonna give her my, I'm gonna give her my sex as a gift on our wedding night. We might open up many gifts at our wedding, but I'm gonna be her gift in the honeymoon. That's the way we have to think about. Like I said, also vice versa. Now, just because you already had sex with somebody, then you know what? Repent. Ask God to forgive you, but also you forgive yourself. But along with that, even if you choose to go ahead and hmm, even if you choose to go ahead and well, you know I'm gonna I'm a, I'm I'm not gonna do that. So well, this is what you need to do. You need to go ahead and just ask God to, You know what? God, help me on this. Is not the type of relationship to be in. You need to accept that. And after you accept it, you know what you do? Long. alone. This is not a healthy relationship. You know, you know, it, you know, it's funny. This is, I'm going to go out there. This is a, uh, this must be the relationship. This must be the topic that I need to talk about because um, I see someone I see someone uh, saying something foul on here. Uh, Someone just called me the N-word on social media. Yeah. Well, just in case you're watching, I want to tell you, I'm praying for you. And you will not be a distraction. This is also letting me know the message that needs to be spoken about because Jesus reigns on the podcast. So for those who may be watching, who may try to who may try to be a hindrance to this podcast or even to this ministry? I want you to know no weapon shall prosper. But most importantly, this is going to be the agenda for this day and the days to come that we're going to glorify God and will minister the word of God on this podcast. So for those who are watching, I thank God for you. For those who may Steve, this is the opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus Christ. Just in case you're wondering, well, you know what? Uh, uh th- why is he talking about sex? Why you going why are gonna- you talking about love? Well, actually, Jesus listen, God in his word orchestrated all of this for us. But if we don't talk about it in the church, then Secular, the world is give a distorted view of love and sex. And what happened a lot of time, if we don't talk about it within the church, and they're talking about it outside of the church, then what happened then when we begin to understand either what the truth is pertaining to that particular thing, then those that we did not talk to are gonna look at us and question us. Us. Why he didn't educate me? Why we didn't why you didn't tell me about this? God want us to not just be informed. God want us to inform others. We have to do this God's way. If we're not doing it God's way, we like I said, we're supposed to be God's child, but we're not doing it God's way. Then we need to examine if this is a life that we really want to live or not a lot of time, like I was saying earlier, a lot of time we try to make a plea bargain with God. And it's, listen, and God is not for us. God is trying to help us. Listen, but also along with God trying to help us, but understand God has blessing in everything for us. God has a, listen, God has a life for us in a life. Get this. Not just a life, but an abundant life for us. But we're choosing not the abundant life, but we're choosing a destructive life or a dis- a destructive life. Destructive life. We're choosing a life that God did not ordain for us. We have to better decisions. We have to make decisions that's going to be humble to God. We can't make self decisions, but also understand pertaining to life, pertaining to love. God is everything working for us. God knows, listen, God knows who you need to be with. God already knew. But what we have to do, we have to understand that as we seek God and as we understand God, God not going to tell you Listen, God is gonna tell you how to choose. He not gonna make you, he gonna suggest. Because what? Because God is a gentleman. If you think about it, if God is a gentleman and he not gonna go not gonna go against our will, why
3: would we choose be gentleman because
2: go against our will? Think about this. God give us free will, but we choose the people that break our will. God is a gentleman. God gives us free will. God gives us a choice. God respects our choices. He may not agree with it, but he respects it. But we choose the people in our life that not only disrespect our choices, they disrespect us. Like I said, it's male or female. For those who are looking for love, it's time for you to examine your relationship with your first love, supposedly, God. And as you examine your first love, then you examine your second love, yourself. And as you examine that relationship, that in itself should show you what you should tolerate or not. No one should receive an unhealthy relationship with someone when they're having a healthy relationship with themselves. You know, I used to hear people say, they what? Hmm. I can do bad by myself. That devil is a lie. No. When you're in a healthy relationship with yourself, even if somebody try to come and approach you, I don't care if you' are single, you haven't dated in a while. Don't count yourself as doing bad. I can do bad by myself. No, I can do better without them. Now I ain't gonna say I can do bad by myself. I'm not gonna say I can do better by myself. No, because that person being out of my life, me not having somebody in my life as a potential uh, spouse dater or whatever that's only temporary because i'm trusting god and i'm gonna ask god to help me so i can be in a position to choose better that's the key thing you have to remember being able to listen to god and choose better and also being able to understand when it comes down to love and relationships we got to understand how to make better choices and actually start doing our homework with people, doing our homework, and also, by all means, I always talk about this, being able to not give people our trust. Trust is something that's supposed to be earned, not given. Trust is what is earned. Trust is not given. Respect is given, but trust is supposed to be earned. And so as you get ready to give that person your
0: respect,
2: you know, you can be respectful. Listen, just because you respect somebody don't mean that you have to always be in their face. There are some people that may have done you wrong. You You can forgive them. You can respect them, but you can respect them from afar. You don't have to be up in their face. You don't have to, well, you know, i forgive them, so things got to be back the way that they were. No, they don't. Matter of fact, while I'm thinking about this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you, this is what I shared on uh, Facebook yesterday. I, I had recited it to a friend of mine earlier today. Okay. I said this. If someone's in your corner for motivation, check their motives. If it ain't godly, they're just, they're not motivators. They are opportunists. Always be prayerful in moments of hurt, even grief, or pursuing your purpose. See, The best time the devil could disguise his wolves is when you're in need of an audience. So remember, while someone is smiling at you, check their spiritual teeth. Hashtag, do they have the teeth of a sheep or the teeth of a wolf? The reason why I say that because when we are pursuing or when we are in a desire for a relationship, a lot of times we are vulnerable. And a lot of times when we are vulnerable, people may come in because we are gullible. You understand that? People may take us as being gullible. And sometimes we can be gullible. Sometimes we even give the excuse of our Christian faith to allow ourselves to be in situations that God did not ordain for us to be in. Well, you know, the Bible says to love everybody and, you know, it's okay to uh, respect them. And, you know, I'm just trying to help them. I always tell people this. That type of charitable relationship should only be for the salvation army. That's for the salvation army or goodwill or FEMA, but not pertaining to you and your heart. We have to stop allowing ourselves to be in a situation that would cause our heart to be broken. It's point blank. So what we're going to do we're going to get ready to go into prayer. We have to understand pertaining to relationships, pertaining to life, pertaining to love, It's nothing wrong with love, nothing wrong with dating, nothing wrong with being in a relationship, but we got to do things God's way. And if it ain't God's way, then we need to say no way. If it's, Listen, it's either God's way or no way. Because our way have gotten ourselves hurt. Our way have gotten our hearts damaged, crushed in the past. Our way have caused ourselves grief, heartache, heartbreak, misunderstandings, confusion, loss of money, loss of time at work, sick days, sick mentally, physically, emotionally, even
1: spiritually.
2: The decisions that you have made in past, are you still making those same decisions? You might have been with a different person, but it's the same type of spirit. It's the same type of guy that you're dealing with. If you've been dating seven, eight different guys, but they have the same characteristic, you can't always look at those guys now. now it's time to look at yourself, examine yourself. Listen, a lot of people... So uh, the, those kind of people that come to me, so what? You have to understand, it's not who approaches you, but it's who you allow into your heart. Because, you know what? It, I, I found out, matter of fact, um, I was reading, the, I was um actually looking at a video a couple years ago, and they were saying that somebody snuck into Prince's home. This was years ago when he was alive. Somebody broke into Prince's home. And that person hid. It was a celebrity. Ended up becoming a celebrity. They ended up hiding his home. Now, not everybody have access to get into his place. There are now. There are burglar bars. There are security. All that. So it doesn't matter how many people that came to his gate... Everybody that came to you did not come within this home. So we have to understand it's not so much of, well, you know, those are the only ones that are giving me attention, but does it give you permission to lower your standards? No. That old saying, how can I say it? That old saying, the problem ain't when a bird is flying over your head. Problem is when a bird builds a nest upon your head. So to come down to the different people, you have to ask yourself, what are you allowing in your life that will cause you to lower your standards pertaining to matters of the heart? Your standards you cannot just allow yourself to just well my biological clock going Excuse me, anytime you say, Well, my biological clock, that means you're actually not trusting God. If you rely on your biological clock, instead of your spiritual listen, your spiritual alarm, what God is telling you, that's the one. Go left, your spiritual navigator. Go left, go right. Hey. No, we we just, oh, man, we're just making some decisions. We're regretting, and that's not good. But in the midst of all that, God want us to forgive ourselves. God wants us to trust him pertaining to love and sex, God's way, which is God's way. Love, first of all, loving him, loving yourself, and allowing him to lead you as men, leading us to the young lady that will be the recipient of God's kind of love within us. See, as long as you do things God's way, it's God's responsibility to make sure that at the end of the path or the destination that we're headed to, the type of person that God has for us it will be receptive. Think about it. God telling you, God is leading you somewhere. Do you actually think that God going to lead us to somewhere that's going to harm us or something that's going to make us disconnected from him? No. So you have to think about it. The relationship that God has for us, it will bring not only us together.
3: In God,
2: but also each other. But the ones that the devil wants. What it say? The thieves come to steal, kill, and destroy. How do you steal, kill, and destroy? By dividing the person from their roots. Our roots be anchored in Jesus Christ. But the people that we're choosing date. They're uprooting us, or we're allowing them to uproot us from the purpose and plan and the path that God has for us. I would say this the devil will always try an invitation before God reveals the real thing. The only way we can see what God is trying to reveal is if we follow the path that He has for us. But we have to allow that noise of the destruction you know, to tune this out. We see a basketball game, especially NBA or even WNBA, when someone's at the free throw line, I don't care what type of uh, screams, yeah, what type of blowers that they try, the uh, fans, whatever you call it, the person that's at the free throw, they're not concerned about the audience is doing. They're only concerned about their relationship between themselves, in that goal. And you know what they want? They want nothing but that. And when someone is so in tune with someone's focus, and think about it, even though they can see the fans, you know, uh, blowing things, trying to distract, but the fans are outside or behind the goal, the rim. The fans are outside of the rim. Listen, the distraction. Is behind the rim, so it's nothing between you and the rim. But we're so focused on the audience, and God to tell us, "Hey, pitch into the rim." Let God lead you to the one that He has for you. That person that God has for you, like I said, they're gonna be respectful. They're gonna honor, the expect relationship between not just you and them, but you and God. That's the key thing we have to remember. God wants us to be in a relationship that we to him. And I want to speak to the women, to the women, to the women, love yourself, respect yourself. and Quit trying to, if you want to say, make a man do something. If it ain't in him, he's not going to do it won't be authentic. But for the men, let let respect our women. Let's honor our women. Let's look at women as something more than just someone that we want to sleep with. Because you think about it. Right now today you're sleeping with when I say sleep with I mean you have sex with outside marriage. You're mistreating you're honoring somebody's daughter. You're doing it today, but what happens if somebody do that to your daughter tomorrow? Don't you to think about that. Think about what you're doing to somebody else's daughter. What example would you give when someone is going to do the same thing you did to your daughter? If you do that to somebody else's daughter, you give a permission for somebody else to do that to your daughter. So we as men, we have a responsibility. It's time for us to man up. Man up. Treat the young ladies the way that they deserve to be treated. God own us responsible as men to do the right thing. And listen, even if they right day comes. You still do it. And, hey, look, if they want you to lower your standards, they want you to uh, not respect yourself, then you don't need to fool with them. You don't need to fool with them. You start doing the right thing. And we start doing the right thing. And know that it's pleasing unto God, but also understanding, even if somebody respects leave them alone. You know what's going to happen? Somebody be in a relationship. Look, God may send you someone that will respect you, that want to be treated like a queen. But also, get this, not only in being treated like a queen, because it's not going to be outside a relationship. As you're treating them like a queen, they'll treat you as a king. So this is something for you to think about. In a nutshell, let's make both in a commitment that we're going to wait. We're going to ask God not to kill our flesh. Do not tell God to kill your flesh, but tell God to put your flesh in preserve. Tell God to preserve your flesh. Preserve your feelings and emotions pertaining to sex. Ask God to hold it until. As a man, God will lead you to the right one and then you give her the gift of love during the honeymoon.
3: And for a young lady,
2: as God prepare you to help you and as you wait, he will send the right one to you. <laughs> uh, Brenda Brown, she said, Today, I think thinking today or yesterday, either go, you either have a Boaz or a Bozo. <laughs> a Boaz or a Bozo. You either have a king or a clown. It's time for you to stop choosing clowns. It's time for you to stop choosing the Bozo's. And trust God for your Boaz. Along with you waiting and talking about your Boaz, you have to make sure that you are also roof material. So as the men, as God is grooming us as kings, as warriors, as providers, protectors, asking God to help us so that we can go, we can be navigated to the lady that God for us the woman the queen it's not like when a king walks in to claim his queen so for those who may be watching who really just want to give everything to god this is your opportunity to do it right now but also not only to love and respect but if there's anything that may be on your mind anything that may be on your heart, that you really want to just surrender to God This is the opportunity To come to God right now And you're wondering Well you know I had Things I did in the past And you know I don't know if God is going to forgive me for that Listen Romans 10 and 9 tells us If thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ saved, And believe in the heart That God is raising from the dead Thou shalt be saved For with the heart man believes unto righteousness And with the mouth confession is made unto but also realize that there is nothing too hard for God and even when the devil try to bring up your past you bring up his future don't allow the devil to rob you, don't allow your past to rob you of the purpose and the promises that God has for you God wants you to Listen, and don't try to wait till you fix things or get things right the Bible tells us come as you are in the pardons of your sins, in other words Quit trying to clean yourself up. Because while you're trying to clean yourself up, the devil going to talk to you by, hey, look here, you're not so dirty after all. So understand, God said, hey, let him, let him invite you to his dressing room. And not only God want to clothe you, God want to cleanse you. God want to spiritually remove those toxins, those spiritual toxins, those mental, those emotional toxins. Toxins in you. And just in case those who may be having other issues whatever, we're going to pray that God come in, that God heal, that God restore. And like I always say, there's nothing too hard for God. If there's anybody that's going through something right now, this is the time for you to just cast your cares upon Him. Why? Because He cares for you. God cares for you affection- affectionately. And whatever situation that you're dealing with, we're going to come together. We're going to pray. But also, even if it pertains to somebody else, we can't change people. Prayer is not so much mainly for people. It's for us. Because even if people don't change, you have to ask God to help you with the strength, with the courage to accept that they may not change. And we're talking about in a relationship now. We're talking about even at work. We're talking about even within the family. If people don't change, it will not change us. We still won't be trusting God. We still gonna be doing the right thing. So even if people don't yield themselves over to God, we will not yield ourselves over to the devil or the devil tactics or the devil ways, devilish ways. We're not gonna do that. So whatever it is, we're gonna give everything to God and leave it there. The heaven of the Father, we coming to you right now, God. Thank you for your we coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. God, we be coming to you right now, God. We need you like never before. God, we need you, God, to come in, God, to move in a mighty way. We're speaking right now, God. Those who may be watching, God, we say that you help them, God, be the mean and ladies that you call for them to be. God, help us, God trust you pertaining to even matters of the heart. God, we God we trust you with our heart. We trust you with our soul. But God, now we trust you pertaining to, to matters of the heart. God, we ask God to help us, God, to be able to uh, give everything to you, God, and do the right thing at all times, God. Help us, God, be sensitive to your spirit, God, and help us, God, to be obedient to it, right? God, we think, that you kick, kick up, God, the spiritual discernment God. Help us, God, to be able to be on alert at all times, God. Help us to not allow ourselves to be bamboozled or be tricked or be duped. but God, help God to be obedient and trusting you right now, God. God, those who may be rushing, God, who may have been hurt, God, because of the past hurt or even current hurt, God, we're speaking, God, that you help them, God, to give that hurt over to you, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you remove the bitterness, God, remove that Hurt, God remove the hate God remove the anger, God, remove the retaliation, God. We can got that you remove it right now, God. In the name of Jesus, in about everything you stand for, remind every problem, about every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we even speak it right now, God, those who may be watching. God, someone who may have an ill spirit, God, God, we speaking right now, God, we forgive them, God. Those who may have an ungodly intentions, God, we speaking, God, forgive them, God. God, we speaking, God, that you even minister to them, God, give them the desire to hear you, God, and respond in obedience and to yield them to you completely right now, God. God, we don't know why people do things ungodly, God, but God, there might have been some hurt, God. we speak. God that you minister that hurt God that, that, that you minister that abandonment God there's some type of rejection that they may have dealt with God God we speaking God that you minister to them right now god give God we speaking right now God that you minister God that you release every hurt every uh like misunderstanding every anxiety every problem that they may have had even returning to you or even if it's someone that may have hurt them that may look like me god god we even speaking right now god on behalf of us who may have hurt them god god we are we god we ask you to forgive us god for those who are hurting because they're those that may resemble us regardless if it's black or even as a man god god we speaking god that you help us god to Repent to those who may have or we have may, may have hurt God, and God, we forgive those who may have hurt us, God. And I'll be speaking right now, God, that you minister, God, that you allow us, God, to be an opportunity, God, as a teachable moment, God, or what you can do, God. and Lord, we know, God, even in the midst of situations, God. God the midst of conflict, God. You can bring people together, God. God, in the midst of conflict and hurt, God, you can bring healing right now, God. In the name of Jesus, But soul be saved and delivered and set free, God. God, we speak God, that you restore people right now, God. God we, speak, God, we speak God, that you restore them, God. Restore them right now, God. In the name of Jesus, bring healing, God. Bring deliverance, bring victory right now in the name and Lord we speak God for those who may be hurt that may be grieving right now, God, God we speak God that you help them, comfort them right now, God, in the name of Jesus, speaking right now, God to the Garrett family right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God, for the loss of the grandmother, God, for the loss of the mother, the loss of their great grandmother right now, God, God, we speak God, we thank you all for the life of Johnny, God, God, we speak in God that you that you that you have. Beautiful work in her life, God. We thank you for it right now, God. Live to be 103, God, and we thank it all for the life that she has impacted, God. We thank you right now, God. We speak, God, that you comfort the friends, the family, the bereaved family, God. Not just with her, God, but even those who may be hurting, God, those who may have been grieving, God, there has been so much death, God. We speak, God, that you touch the family, God, and even. For those who have administered the crime, God, the murder, the senseless murder, God, we speak in God that justice be served, God, justice, justice be served right now, God, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're gonna do right now. In Jesus' name, we pray. We say amen. 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 I thank you for watching this video. I prayed for those who may be this podcast if you have any questions comments or even uh, suggest future topics feel free to contact me um brother Prater. that's brother b-r-o-t-h-e-r you can catch me on facebook you can catch me on youtube even when it come down to a uh, website i do have a website up brotherprater.com those they have brotherprayer.org. You can still use it. Forward you to the .com. So, brotherprater.com is active. Awesome. Also, for those who on my website, you can see my daily devotions and upcoming events, and also my personal appearance where I'll be at. Also, you can go to the store section on my website where you can purchase the, my book called A Few Good Men A Path to Godly Fatherhood was written to inform men the needs and the responsibilities that they have towards their family, their children, and even their children's mother, regardless whether they're with them or not, but also to the women, for the women to understand what a man is, but also the qualities of a potential future man, a father, a husband, or a presence of, excuse me, I messed that one up, or not just pertaining to a man or a husband, us, but also the qualities for a future father to present or future children. I want to thank each and every one who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Rig My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night.